genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we see this little thing one hard truth at a time. I'm Doug. And I'm Jason. We have Pete the Retailer joining us once again. Hello, Pete. Hello there. Thanks for joining us, man. Sure, yeah. Thanks for having me. No problem. Hopefully uh, AAA will be here soon to uh, to get your car up and running. It is taking them an awful long time. It's mm-hmm. been like three days now. But it's, yeah, it is AAA more. after all. Yeah. Today... We're knocking out minute 48, which begins with Rocky whining, and it ends with Mickey saying, you got the heart, but you ain't got the tools. Mm. Uh, the, the, Rocky does a little bit of whining right here, right? Really? He's like, well, I spent my whole life getting a career, and I get one. Yeah, this is whining, yeah. All right. But you, you, didn't, you didn't get a career. You won a, a fight. Well, you didn't even win. I'm sorry. You didn't win a fight. You you know, went distance with the champ. You know, and he he's he's whining. Whatever he's doing here, I call it whining. Mm-hmm. I blame Rocky. But it could be a lot worse. It, yeah, this Why true. do you blame him? But Rocky, he's he's been a professional fighter because even though he's fighting in these dinky ass clubs, he's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, we found out uh, how many pro fights did he have? 40, 40 something pro fights. But I mean, he wasted his his twenties. When he could have been really like um, diving into his training and getting some quality fights and some quality paydays, he had one good fight that was like a, a happy accident that he even got chosen for the fight. And now he's he's kind of like complaining about you know saying that I spent my whole life or I yeah I spent my whole life getting a career and I finally got one and you tell me it's over like you should have had this already mm-hmm. you know six seven eight years ago. Right. What he should have said, like, I spent my whole life fighting, whatever you want to call them, fights in dingy clubs, and I got a lucky, lucky break, mm-hmm. uh, went the, you know, distance with the champ, messed up my eye, and now you're telling me it's over. It was, should be what he said. He didn't, he didn't build a career. He hasn't been building a boxing career. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. He's a little whiny. Yeah. It's a little bit entitled. Yeah, I just want to um, mark everybody. Mark your calendars. Today is the day Jay agreed with me. Mm-hmm. I did. For the first one. <laughs> He's whining. <laughs> Happy I could be here to see that. <laughs> it's a momentous occasion. Uh, now, Pete, I know nothing about color theory, and, and especially in film. Mm. But the uh, right, like Rocky, he's always wearing black, and right. for some for some reason I don't know why, but the like the official colors of Rocky Two is black and yellow. And that sh- that undershirt that he's wearing is yellow. Now, like it goes to th- the ring later on is is black and yellow. His trunks are black and yellow. So this is the first time we see like his Rocky two colors. Mm. Is there any? Do you know anything about color theory and, and like what they signify? Well, usually I would say that yellow represents kind of indecision or or hesitation or or. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Is is that the fact that he's got the jacket on over it means that he's kind of like trying to mask his indecision with toughness? But it seems like the opposite here. Like he's, oh, that that could be why it's open. Maybe his jacket's open because he's literally, you know, showing, revealing his indecision to uh, to Mick. 
He's opening up that that jacket of toughness. <laughs> uh, although, why does that become the later? Why does that become the theme? I don't know. I don't know either. But I just here's a website right here. All that, right. That talks about it a little bit. Contradicts um, everything that I just said. Pretty much looks like. Yeah. yeah. Um. Not necessarily. Yellow. Uh. Yellow signifies wisdom, knowledge relaxation mm. joy happiness which uh, i don't i don't know if it applies optimism which definitely idealism imagination hope right so yeah that's that all i think applies here but sunshine said, summer and then uh you, you know when you call somebody yellow you get into like the cowardice betrayal jealousy right. and black let's see power sexuality sophistication no does not apply uh, mystery fear anonymity unhappiness but he's always, he's always wearing black. So uh, sadness, remorse, anger. Oh, you go. So he's got his his remorse jacket is covering his happiness shirt. <laughs> so there's a little um, contradiction there going on. Right. Oh, I got one. So you know, um, later on, Apollo Creed, when we see him doing a pre- um, this this uh, press conference news report thing, and he's he's in the middle of his workout, so he's got those red boxing gloves on. I remember when he's like doing things with his hands. I don't know, mm-hmm. just the red boxing gloves really stand out to me. And then his trunks are red in the fight later on. Right. I, I think you're reaching here. For some... Red. All boxing gloves are red back then. But his trunks are red. Oh. Red signifies anger, passion, rage, desire, excitement, energy, speed, strength, power, aggression. Mm. Right? So yeah. Something to that. Maybe. Wow. maybe. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. what he's also at least trying to, you know, uh, portray to the outside world too. That's what he's doing, you know. So it's not only what they're, what they, you know, what they're doing, but also what they're trying to look like they're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Jay, do you, you agree with color theory there? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> so we're back. <laughs> we're back, everybody. <laughs> not at all. What's maroon? Mickey's wearing a maroon sweater. What's he trying to say? Well, yeah, it's like a, he's like a muted red and red. So he's he's got a kind of, uh, you know, he's got that anger and stuff like that. But it's a little bit, you know, it's a little muted, a little softened. All right, because he's old. He's an old yeah, pug. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so he tells Rocket they shook the hell out of the champion of the whole world. <laughs> the world. And no, Rocky wants to do better. Mickey's not buying it. I was wondering if that was a good, like, does that reflect on this movie, the whole movie as a whole? Because, like, it's such a weird, I mean, I, you know, I, I like it, but it's like a, like, Rocky II seems to fit into a weird gap in this between, you know, the first one is very much kind of a, you know, a, a 70s kind of, uh, you know, uh, that, that kind of a little grittier 70s movie. Mm-hmm. And then, by the Rocky Three, they become more just kind of like standard blockbuster pictures. Yeah, and so this I think is still, and you know, I'm not. It's not that I go on every show and talk about Star Wars, but Star Wars is partially to blame that the entire movie making, you know, the 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 way that people make and watch movies changed with with Star mm-hmm. Wars. That all of a sudden everything had to had to be these kind of more, you know, the rough edges were sanded off, and these these digestible blockbusters had to be released every year. Uh, but this movie kind of fits a little bit into that first. It, it's more of that that kind of seven, more like the first one, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's weird to come for them to kind of go back and do that. Like, cause they, you know, it's like, Oh, I think we can do better than this movie that won best picture. <laughs> it's like, there's no better than best. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, I'd say Star Wars also defined like sequels, right? Like how, how sequels should be done. Yeah. But we, uh, like this one, like you said, is so much like the original, like one of our former guests, Jonathan Howell, he said, Rocky two is just Rocky one with a budget. Right. And I, I don't think there's too much um, disagreement in that, no. but it doesn't take away from it at all because people love Rocky two mm-hmm. just as much as they love Rocky one. The difference between like star Wars to empire strikes back is like the story. Like there's more of a parallel. I'm sure, you know, Pete between star Wars and the force awakens. Right. Right. So, I mean, but, like back then when the, when the original sequel was made it was so totally different than the original movie but this is like a very much parallel to the first movie yeah but still people people ate it up it's weird to go back and look at you know like starlog or any of the kind of you know the movie magazines from like you know late 70s before empire strikes back came out and they're like you know star wars 2 we've got the exclusive report and it's like that's such a weird thing to think of it as that because it's mm-hmm. you know it it kind of redefined a little bit the way that you know the way that those things worked to sort of think of empire as just star wars 2 is seems ridiculous but yeah it was a totally different title i think that's what you know studios wanted like all right give me more of the same like it worked once it'll work again like uh planet of the apes same thing where it's like the second one is a lot like the first one and it's like okay well that's kind of what i was here for but i don't know it feels yeah yeah it's to the detriment a lot of times, right? Yeah. Because like you said, it's, you know, oh, here's everything that you loved about the first one. I say, but you can't, you can't redo the first one. You can't replace the first one. So just do something different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why so many franchises try to do that. Sometimes it works like, like the Austin Powers movies. Right. You know, like they, they rehash the same jokes, but I mean, it's. I, I enjoy it. I think it's done quite well. Hangover. They pretty much did the same movie three hangover <laughs> three times in a row, and I love all three of them. But some people, actually, a lot of people don't agree. Right. A lot of people just, you know, do the same story. It, it, it's the same concept, but it's, I, I thought all three of them were good. Mm-hmm. Well, it worked for Rocky. Exactly. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Rocky's, you know, doing his, his parallel to the first mm-hmm first uh movie mm-hmm. i done you a favor last time can you do me one and it's a it it's it's like mickey not that mickey doesn't want to right because he knows that rocky's got heart and he's got talent but he just like he said he doesn't he doesn't have the tools he does this little experiment mm-hmm. right for the uh for the fans out there he uh tells rocky to look at the tip of his nose and he brings he tests his left eye first so he brings his finger in he sweeps it in from like out of eye shot and tells rocky you know let me know when you see it so rocky says there's a little thing and he does it with the right eye again and it, it takes a full 5 seconds for rocky to see his finger so so what they're saying is he doesn't see it until it's right in front of his face hmm. Although even then, Mick, Mick seems to kind of question that. He's like, oh, you don't see it. Yeah, yeah, you don't see nothing. But they let that, they let that five seconds sit there Yeah. to, to mm-hmm. really drive home the point that Rocky's peripheral vision is gone, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
I've been uh, I've been touching on the novel Pete throughout the mm. the whole season so far. Yeah, okay. And that the the novel was written from Rocky's point of view, so it's all in that uh, you know weird Rocky speak. Well, the, the novelization of Rocky too. Yes. Wow. Cool. I didn't didn't realize there was one. There is, and it was written by Sylvester Stallone. Oh wow! Jay hates when I read from it, and I'm not going to Jay. So oh, so God. relax, relax. <laughs> um, but Rocky describes his eye as if someone was holding a piece of dirty Jello over it. Ooh. So I mean, I I you know I don't know what uh, what the symptoms of a detached retina or what the lasting uh, issues are with a detached retina, but that's I mean you can you can almost understand like with that description right that it's uh cloudy and and like muddy mm-hmm. muddy looking mm-hmm. yeah but he doesn't see his- i just I, I i like here that mickey in the first one he in the beginning he was giving rocky a hard time calling him a tomato telling me you know you fight like an ape mm-hmm. like you know he was criticizing his fighting um but now he's it's He's looking out for Rocky's best interests. Like he knows that Rocky's eyes messed up. He know he knew he wasn't gonna be able to see the finger. Even when Rocky says he could see it, he knows he's lying. Like it seems like Mickey's just looking out for Rocky here. And Mickey was supposed to be like that, you know, that uh, father figure kind of. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he he's really showing it now. He's like you know he it would be easy for you know Rocky just went you know fifteen rounds with the champ. Uh, you know the distance he would be a commodity right now like people would want to mm-hmm. fight rocky would want to get in the ring with him would want to you know there'd be money to be made you know it would be a big thing and mickey can capitalize on all on all that but he doesn't you know he wants he he knows that, that it's in rocky's best interest not to fight anymore he's telling him that with little tests <laughs> i want to know what about rocky's promise to adrian hmm he Resigned himself to the fact that he wasn't going to fight because she doesn't want him to. Mm-hmm. But here he is asking. I mean, he asked for his locker back so he can fight again. I mean, yeah, he he said maybe we can do better this time. So he he's his intention is to fight, even though he told uh, Adrian he wouldn't. I get this part because um, you have to make sure that you can make sure there's an opportunity before you tell your wife that you've, you're you breaking your promise to her because you're not going to tell Adrian, like, I'm going back to fighting. Have that argument. Have them that blow out that fight that you're going to have mm-hmm. and then go to Mickey. And Mickey's like, no, you're not fighting here. And then you got to be like, all right, well, you know, you go back to your wife and now <laughs> go home with your tail. <laughs> what a waste of time. And then you got to go back up to the story. You got to be like, you know, you're right. I, I, I'm not, I promise you I wasn't going to fight. I'm not going to fight anymore. So before you, ha- before you have the fight with your wife, you have to make sure that, you know, there's something to go to before that. That's an excellent right. point. Ah, this is not my first rodeo, my friend. Don't want to go back and be like, hey, remember that conversation we were having about the pet shop? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Well, it's irrelevant because uh, obviously he doesn't have the tools anymore, so uh, the dream's over, right? 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 It's got to be. This is it. That was... Shut down. So long, Rocky franchise. Yeah, that's... Uh, why even make a movie then? All right. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I have for the minute. Hmm. Yeah, I did. I was thinking about scenes that take place in stairwells, and I can't think of like most of the time, especially now. I feel like they would just it would start in a stairwell, and they would just move into a room or something. But yeah. this, they really commit to it. They do the whole scene on this like landing in the stairwell. And you don't see it in like the when I'm trying to envision it. I always think in like a stairwell in like a parking garage <laughs> or a right. Or a, a, a office building, 
you know, like Die Hard, well, moving from one level to the next. Well, at some point in this conversation, you'd like if you were having this conversation, you'd be like, uh, like you know, you're talking and you're like, hey, can we go inside or something? Like, are we animals? <laughs> yeah. Like, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> are we animals? <laughs> Anytime I get one of those door-to-door solicitors come to the house trying to sell me yeah. solar panels or something, I never invite them in. I always have this no, conversation. Through the door? Through the crack in the door? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it, you have anything else? But they are before we... They, oh. You see, like, everything in Rocky 1, you know, they had no budget. Everything was was filmed guerrilla style, just at, out of necessity. Um, and one of the best scenes in Rocky... You know, one of the most uh, inspirational, notable, turning point kind of scenes happened in a stairwell. So it seems like they're almost trying to recreate that now. But like, everything in this movie is not, like, the first movie was genuine. Like, the costumes, the locations, the way it was filmed out of the need to do it that way because they didn't have any money. Now they're trying to recreate mm-hmm. that. And there's a difference between, you know, filming it that way and trying to recreate that energy and that environment. And so I, they were probably having this conversation because it worked well the first time. So they're... We'll have another stairwell conversation. They're going to the well. They One, are going back to the well. <laughs> they haven't done it too many times yet. <laughs> Not yet. But like I said, it works. It's one of those rare times when it works. Yeah. No. They did a good job recreating it. I mean, it still feels like a genuine kind of movie. Yeah. And it's again, it's like that. You know, do what you did, but twist it a little bit but, more money. Yeah. And it, again. I mean, it is kind of, could be just because I'm knee deep in it, but, you know, thinking about The Force Awakens and how it was like that, that same kind of like, okay, well, we need to hit those same notes, but let's do it, to, let's do it differently this time a little bit. Throw in, throw in a couple of wrinkles, so it's not exactly the same thing. Well, that's, yeah, I thought it was different enough where I didn't view it as rehashing the, you know, what was successful in the first Star Wars. Close. Right. It's not that close. No. I think it's close. I don't think it's that close. And they're, they're, the, the naysayers a, piss me off. I'm not going to get to a Star Wars debate with you two. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Pete, What uh, what's your Wednesday plug? Uh, let's see. Today, let's do... Uh, uh, I'm I'm not actually... You don't hear me on it uh, as of yet, but uh, I'm working behind the scenes on a show uh, called Here's an Idea, which is a tech podcast that... Uh, like a magazine kind of format where we introduce a an idea or a technology and then we tell kind of three stories related to that um and that's uh monthly so it's a much more relaxed schedule and uh and you should be able to find it most places that here's an idea or at, or at techbriefs.com slash podcast i think because that's it's through the magazine tech briefs that i work for oh nice so earlier when we were talking about the perfect technology for recording podcasts, a flawless mm. technology, uh, we should be looking to you <laughs> to create it. Well, it's not. Uh, I it's the magazine publishing side of it is is where I work, and it's not a. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, kind of tech people really. It's a magazine for rocket scientists, but there are none of them in our office. It's all just kind of people who do. Uh, you know, moving word docs around and stuff like that. Right. So after the tech is invented, you'll write an article about it. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need a tech genius out there then. <laughs> the, the search continues. We'll find somebody. I have faith. Uh, we are Rocky Minute anywhere and everywhere on your uh, social media needs. 
listeners group is Mighty Mix. Mm. We have an email, rockyman.gmail.com. Mm. Dueling Genre is our uh, home away from home, our host website. And, you know, just download Rocky Minute on your podcatcher of choice, and you will find us. And tomorrow we have a brand new episode with Pete, unless uh, AAA comes between now and tomorrow, which, I don't know, man, it's not looking good. We'll see. Yeah, they haven't called me back yet. So Okay. All right. Well, um, stand by, stick around, and we'll see you on a brand new episode of Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take this! I'm going on two two weeks now being sick. It just won't. Now my kid's sick. Yeah. It just will not go away. Yeah, ours was kind of rolling around our family a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just did that whole, so you, it, it's people are going to hear it for, it's going to sound like I'm sick for, you know, three months or something like that because <laughs> I just recorded a bunch of episodes in a week that I was a little bit congested. <laughs> <laughs> They'll deal with it. Yeah, I should be okay. I had I was making generous use of a Vicks inhaler, so I was like, Clearing out my sinuses before every episode.